So I was wondering if you would have an interest or your investor would have an interest in maybe doing another remodel. Absolutely. Okay. Welcome to this video two in this special video series where you're gonna watch me wholesale a house step-by-step -step virtually from my home office here in Arizona on a deal all the way in Maryland. What that means is you're gonna look over my shoulder and see firsthand the entire process from start to finish. And on this part two video, using this deal in Maryland, I'm gonna show you how to find a cash buyer without having a single person on a cash buyer list. All of that and more coming up. This video is brought to you by 10K Club, a program that pays you $10,000 for finding ugly houses Learn more at my10kcheck.com. If you're new here to this channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippingMastery.com, and this channel is all about ways to help you make money wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and turn on the bell notifications so you don't miss new videos. Now, I hope you're enjoying this video series. We're off to a good start, but be sure to stay to the end of this video because there's a bit of a plot twist that you'll see at the end. I don't want to spoil it, but this deal I'm attempting to wholesale is a 1,400 square foot single story, three bedroom, one bath home in a rural town in Northeast Maryland called Rising Sun. Now, as of now, I've secured the contract with the sellers for 98,000 and opened escrow. In video one, I showed the first four steps to wholesaling a house, how we found the deal, how we contacted the seller, how we analyzed the deal, and how we secured the contract with the seller and opened escrow. Now, if you missed that video or you need a refresher, pause this video right now and go watch it and then come back to this video. I'll put the link to that video in the description below for you. Now, one of the things I love about wholesaling is it's very linear. It's a very linear process. That means it's step-by-step -step from start to finish learn and master the steps, and then put them into place with systems to repeat the processes, and you, my friend, have a six and even seven-figure profit business. And that's why I created my wholesaling and house flipping deal management system called Flipster. Now, Flipster has everything you need to organize, streamline, and automate all of the steps to wholesaling and flipping houses. So throughout this Watch Me series, you'll see how I use Flipster to wholesale houses. And if you'd like to learn more and see it in action, just go to getflipster.com. And doing a video series real time as it unfolds is a little risky because not all deals make it to the finish line, but I've always been very transparent and open with my videos and willing to show the good and the bad about this business. At this point in the process, the next step is to find a cash buyer. Keep in mind, I explained in video one, I have a 10-day due diligence clause on my contract. That means I have 10 days to verify and validate I have a good deal. Once my 10 days are up, my earnest money of $1,200 is due and becomes hard or non-refundable. So my goal is to find a cash buyer during that 10-day window. That is the best way to know if I actually do have a good deal. Now, if this deal were in a market where I have an established presence and I've been building and cultivating a cash buyer list, I would follow a very specific process to reach out to my list and work my deal. In fact, I did a video showing a seven-step process of working your deal to your existing list. So if you have an existing cash buyer list, big or small, be sure to watch that video. I'll put the link in the description below for you. But that's not the case with this deal. I've never done a deal in Rising Sun, Maryland. I don't know a single cash buyer there. So I'm gonna follow a different process and show you my number one technique to find a cash buyer. So if you're new to this business and you don't have a list or even if you have a list and you wanna learn a really powerful way to find new buyers, keep watching, you're gonna love this. But before we really dive into finding our cash buyer, we first need to set things up for success 
with our sellers so that we can access the property. Now this can be one of the most challenging parts about wholesaling. Think about it. Between getting the contract and closing on the purchase, cash buyers are going to need to access the property and those cash buyers may need to access the property with their contractors. The point is people are going to need to get inside the property almost daily. Now, if you have a robust cash buyer list, I follow a process of doing an open house. I call it an inspection party and I explain how to do that in that video I just referenced. So be sure to watch that again, link in the description. But in this case, I'm going to need the seller to be very accommodating to allow me access to the property. Now, if the property is vacant, this is easy. Simply add a clause in the contract that says seller to give buyer unrestricted access to property via a contractor lockbox. Then after securing the contract, hire someone from Craigslist or wherever to go over and install a lockbox and put the key inside it. Then later when people need to walk the property, they can get access via the lockbox. But where it gets tricky is when the property is occupied, which is the case on this deal. When the seller is living in the home, put the following in your original contract. Seller to give buyer access to property with 24 hour notice. Putting it in writing is important, but that still doesn't make it easy. Every time someone needs to get in the property, you have to coordinate with the seller. Fortunately on this deal, the sellers are super cool and they're super accommodating. Listen to my conversation with the seller where I explain how I'm going to need to get access to the property. Is now a good time then to talk for a second? Yeah, now I do, yeah. We just got done looking at a house and we put an offer in. Oh, great. Is, so that's one of the things I wanted to ask you. You're currently living in, in this home, correct? For the time being now. And so we, like, as we finish packing it up, then we'll be staying with my parents temporarily. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, the reason why I'm asking is because um, I'm working with my, my general contractor and my agent, and I'm going to just need to be able to get into the house kind of quite a bit because we're going to be sending contractors over there to look at electrical, you know, the septic, plumbing. I got to measure for a new cabinet, all that kind of stuff. And I'm trying to... That's not an issue. Okay. I'm I want to make it so that it's, it's non-intrusive and not complicated. So tonight my, my agent and my general contractor want to get back over there like around seven to seven thirty. Okay. And what I thought would be great is my agent can bring a lockbox, you know, and then we could put a key in there. I'll give you the code, but then if you could just put a key in there and then until you move out, I'll just kind of let you know and we'll have to just kind of coordinate when somebody needs to get over there. That's not an issue. Awesome. Thank you. When do you, and then when do you think you'll be uh, moving out? Probably within the next week and a half. Okay. Okay. And what, and I think our contract has it down for the 30th. Is that right? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I've talked to title already. Um, so that, that'll be easy to meet that date and maybe we can move it up. Are you, are you open to moving it up if, if we can? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it'll for sure be the 30th or sooner. I'll let you know if we can do it sooner. Uh, I, I can do it sooner if I can just get my head around um, all the things that we're going to be doing to the house, which means just being able to get some people out there over the next few days or week or whatever. Okay. Um, so are you okay if we put a lockbox on it? And then, yeah. and then if you just let me know like the day that you plan on um, just moving out, then it'll just be a little easier because I'll, I'll just, if it's all right with you, I'll just send people over there. They'll get in through the lockbox, put the key back in it, lock it back up until we get to the closing. Yeah, I, I should have an answer by the end of the week. Okay, perfect. Okay, perfect. Until then, is it okay if, if I just text you and like let you know a time when someone needs to run over and, yeah. and, and that be okay? Yeah. 
Awesome. I really appreciate you being so accommodating to that. And um, we'll, I'll try not to be intrusive and, and try to be efficient, like, you know, maybe line up a couple people at once or whatever, but appreciate you being open to that and accommodating to that. Trust me, it's not an issue. Now, I hope you noticed how I explained that I was going to need to get contractors into the property, which is true. Now, I found this to be the simplest way to explain to sellers about people needing to access the property. I wish all sellers were this accommodating. Most aren't, so be prepared to deal with that. She was okay with me putting a lockbox on the property, and thankfully, they'll be vacating the property in a week or so, which will make it really nice. And I even told her I would try and move up the closing if possible, which I am more than willing to do if everyone is ready to go. This shows the seller I am trying to give something back to them for being helpful and accommodating. So now that I've ensured that I can get access to the property without issues, let's find us a cash buyer. Now, if you were to handpick the ideal, most perfect cash buyer for your deal, who would it be? It would be a local active investor who is fixing and flipping houses in the same area or neighborhood as your deal. Why? Because all fix and flippers love to do repeat deals in the same neighborhoods. You couldn't pick a better cash buyer for your deal, so we're going to follow the path of least resistance to find a cash buyer by using on-market sold fix and flip comps in the same neighborhood or area. This information is public and it's free and it's actually really easy to find if you know how. It's right on Zillow.com or Redfin.com. Let me show you. Using Redfin, I searched homes for sale using the zip code of my deal. So you can see here that it gives me an outline of the zip code on a map on the left-hand side and then filters and comps on the right side. So I'm gonna zoom in a bit. Now, my subject property is in this area and since this is a fairly rural area, I'm gonna look at comps in this whole area here. Next, let's put in a few filters and look at some sold homes. I'm gonna click on homes and switch from active for sale comps to sold comps and change the time to go back one year. Next, I'm gonna put a square foot filter. Since my deal is 1400 square foot, I'm gonna put a range of 1250 to 1750 so that I'm looking at similar size homes. Now that gives me like 20 plus comps. So click apply filter and then on the list of comps, click the price so that it sorts the list from highest price to lowest price. The reason is because we wanna look at the fix and flips, which are the highest price homes. So check this out. Right here is a sold comp on Theodore that sold for 250,000 and it's also a three bedroom, one bath and a little smaller than my deal with no garage. Mine has a one car garage and I'm closer to town so I have more going for my deal than this comp. And this is a fix and flip. You can tell because everything is updated and it's vacant. It has new carpet and paint, it has new laminate flooring, new kitchen, new bath, new six panel doors. They did new siding it looks like and windows and landscaping and a new deck. So let's look at the price history now and check this out. It was listed for 239,000, it went pending the next day and then sold for 250,000, 11,000 over list price. I bet this flipper was thrilled. Now check this out. This flipper bought this property about nine months earlier for 90,000, which is lower than our house for sure. And this is cool, you won't find this all the time, but here is the listing from when he bought the property as a distressed home with pictures. So as you can see, his deal he rehabbed was hammered pretty bad. I mean, you could see mold and water damage. So this was an extensive rehab, much worse than our property. So now that I found this flipper, let's see if he's interested in our deal. And the fastest and most effective way to contact this fix and flipper is to go directly to his real estate agent who listed the property for sale for him 
and that information is right on the Redfin listing. Now, this listing agent will more than likely be motivated to take by deal to her investor because if he buys it, she'll get another listing. So let's cut to a call so that you can watch what I say. Calling you because I've got a property that I'm looking to move and it's it's up there in uh, Rising Sun. Okay. And I'm just looking at a house I believe you listed and sold on uh, Theodore Road. Yes. And that looks like it was a remodel. Was that an investor that did that? It, it was, yes. So I'm an investor as well and I normally do um, fix and flip and I picked up this property over there in Rising Sun. It's It's north of where your property is, it's okay. it's up close, a little closer to town, but it's similar to that one, meaning it's a 3-1, it's like 1,400 square feet. And so I was wondering if you would have an interest or your investor would have an interest in maybe doing another remodel. Absolutely. Okay. So I've got the contract, it's a private seller, I'm kind of kicking around either buying it rehabbing it and, and listing it, which I would need a listing agent to do that out there. Or I might just you know, if there was another investor that wanted it, I might just, you know, assign my contract and move on. I've got a lot going on right now. So I'm kind of kicking around those two different scenarios. Maybe what we can do is have your investor take a look at it, see if they're interested. I can send you over a link to some pictures and, and price on it. And then if it looks like something you're interested in, we could schedule um, going to take a look at it. I've got a close of escrow at the end of the month. You know, we've got plenty of time to be ready for it. Okay. What's the address? I'll text you the address and a link to like a Google link to photos. Okay. How quickly would you be able to take a look at it and let me know if you have an interest? Well, I can send him, I'll send the information to my investor right now, just as soon as you send me the information. Okay. And he'll probably, you know, do a drive-by today. Okay. Awesome. And if you, if your investor doesn't want this, do you know other investors that might want to take a look? I do. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Great. Appreciate your help, Tracy. All right. You're very welcome. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Now, guys, this is textbook perfect. I mean, if you think that call couldn't have gone any smoother, leave a comment and say, Jerry, you are a flipping genius. Now, this was the first agent that I called, but honestly, this is usually how it goes. Listing agents representing flippers are very motivated to talk to their investors. So I sent her the info and I told her the price was 125,000. Now keep in mind, I have the contract for 98,000 and a few hours later, the agent texted me back that her investor was very interested. So I got him access to the property to take a look. Now I'm gonna repeat this process and call as many fix and flippers as I can until I find a buyer. And there are several other ways to find cash buyers, but this is honestly the very best method and it works really well, as you can see. But I gotta tell you, after talking to this agent and spending a little more time on this deal, I've decided to up my game and I'm actually considering not wholesaling this deal, but instead buying it and fixing and flipping it. Now I do both, so if you're just a wholesaler, this deal would be a $25,000 wholesale all day long, but I can't help but consider if that is the highest and best return on investment. Here's why. I originally thought the ARV was 230,000, but now I'm convinced I can get 250,000 for this deal, and I still think I can keep the rehab at 35,000, maybe bump it to 40,000. So going back to my deal analyzer in Flipster, let's adjust some numbers. If I change the ARV to 250,000, change the rehab to 40,000, and remove the wholesale fee, That means if I bought the property for $98,000 after my closing costs and carrying costs, I would profit $74,000 as a fix and flip. Now everything would have to work out just right, but that's potentially three times as much as wholesaling it and the rehab isn't very intimidating. What would you do? What do you think I should do? 
take 25,000 and run or see it through and go for 75,000? Leave a comment, I'd love to hear from you. And if you wanna get started wholesaling and flipping houses virtually so that you can make huge profits from home like this deal, be sure to get my virtual flipper kit, which shows you everything you need to do to get your first virtual wholesale deal. Just go to virtualflipperkit.com to get that for free. And be sure to stay tuned for the next video in the series. On that video, I'm gonna break down which way I decide to go, wholesale it or fix and flip it. And of course, if I do fix and flip this deal, I'll share the entire journey so that you can see how I do it virtually all the way from Arizona without ever seeing the property in person. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping. And I'll see you on the next video.